0: welcome to our podcast PB&Chill, we're your hosts Pooja and Bhavna.
1: We're both juniors in college from Buffalo, New York, and we grew up as best friends. And although we share a lot of experiences, we still have our own take on every situation. And we're here coming at you live from Pooja's basement. Dude, we're not live. Okay, we're here coming at you not live from Pooja's basement to reflect on <laughs> these situations with you.
0: We hope you enjoy this episode of PB&Chill, thanks for listening. Cool. <laughs> so so <funny>. her. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to our April episode. April Fools. Not really. I mean, April Fools to the April Fools because it's actually April third. Okay, we're gonna move on. From that <laughs> so, it's going.
1: It's
0: going. so we're we're
1: coming at you actually live from the University of Rochester because Pooja's visiting me. Hello, hello.
0: <laughs> We've been having so much fun. I've met all her friends. Yay! I have now four friends. <laughs> Yo, that hit hard. <laughs> Notice how I did to say four more friends. Okay. <laughs> so, you want to talk about today's episode? So, it's in today's April episode, in this month's episode, <laughs> we're going to be, it's basically a continuation of our February episode with my brother-in-law, on Gith, except this time the conversation is more about conforming as Indian Americans in our society. We have a couple anecdotes that we share that really kind of showed us while we were growing up that even though we identified as Americans, it was possible that other people saw us differently. But how we overcame that, how we learned about seeing the adults in our life overcome that, and basically just the journey through all of that. Yep. Yeah. See you soon. We are literally <laughs> going to see them in two seconds. <laughs> Okay, Enjoy.
1: <laughs> I remember, at least for me, I don't know if it was the same for the two of you, but when I was maybe in middle school or, like, even high school, and we did, like, the India unit, like, in social studies class or whatever, um, I often felt really embarrassed, and I wish I didn't, because they were showing, like... I remember they showed this video on, like, the caste system and, like, the untouchables, and people were like, oh, my God, like, that's horrible. Like, I mean, obviously that's horrible. And, like... I felt, like, really embarrassed when people would, like, snicker or something in the room, like, when uh, they showed us a video with, a, like, an Indian guy with a really heavy accent or something, like... Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. now, like, I feel like I don't feel as embarrassed, which is a good thing, but mm-hmm. it's still there. Yeah. I don't know what your guys' take on that is, or if you felt the same way. I wish I didn't feel that way. I wish I, I wish I felt more prideful, but... I think at that age and the people that were around me, it just felt like that.
0: I think.
1: I would dread it.
0: I think when I was younger and that happened, I was either, I was just so blissfully unaware (laughs) that that was a thing or when I heard like assholes like, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm J.O. or like other people, like, MG, like, talking about, like, like, start, start laughing. laughing all the people <laughs> so, like, start, like, you know, like, laughing. I was just, like, I was also, like, what? I was, like, a three-foot fifth grader. I really couldn't do much. I couldn't give him mm-hmm. a stink eye. I could hit a guy with a binder over the head when he, like, makes one of my mom. But, like, I can't do much. So, I Incredibly think I was specific. just... <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because it happened. But, um, I, like, I didn't really... I think I was only upset when the teachers Mm. kind of made a comment because, to me, I always listen to the teacher. I didn't listen to people around me, right? So, like, when teachers would be like, yeah, like, Hinduism is a polytheistic religion, I would just be like, you're literally teaching your kids the wrong info. How do you feel about this? Like, you're incorrect (laughs) in what you're teaching. And then I would try to tell her, and she'd be like, no, like, it's polytheistic. Only Christianity is monotheistic. And I was like, okay, relax. (laughs) Like, like I know. Yeah. So I hated when that happened, and that kind of made me embarrassed, because then when I would fight it in school, people would kind of believe the teacher instead, so they'd be like, Pooja doesn't know what she's talking about, about her own culture, I guess. Mm. So that was kind of weird. I think we were both
1: also a lot different. Like, yeah. I was never, like, the out uh, like fighting.
0: Yeah. Not fighting, I but, mean, like, yeah. I mean, this is still yeah. how we are. I'm a very confrontational know, person, yeah. and you're <laughs> a very not-confrontational person. <laughs> I
1: don't know, kids. What do you think? Because you kind of grew up in a different time as yeah. well. I mean, um, like, nine eleven and
2: all. Yeah. I was I mean, going
1: to bring that up, actually.
2: Yeah. yeah, I mean, okay, so when I was growing up, right, The Simpsons were still on, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, as they are now, but back then, one of the big characters then oh, was I remember. Apu, Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Apu was a big character, and, you know, whenever uh, somebody would see Apu, they'd laugh. Why? Because of his hilarious accent.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And that would be the idea. And now he's been taken out, right? Um because of well there you go but (laughs) but you know i would always think to my head like i would see that and i'd actually have the complete way of looking at it that you did which was i would be a little bit embarrassed i would be like oh my god and And i'd be
1: mad that i was embarrassed i'd be annoyed
2: that i was embarrassed and then what made it even worse is like Again, I before I told you how much I love my parents, right? Mm. And how much I respect my parents. And even then, if my parents were around, like, my friends, it got to the point where I was, I would get a little bit, like, embarrassed about my parents. Me too. And then I would feel like, crap. I'd yeah. <laughs> be like, why am I feeling this way? They're my parents. I shouldn't be thinking this way. But, I mean, at, thankfully now, my perspective has definitely changed. For but sure, yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a function of how life, I mean, when you're that age, right, you're in middle school, you're in high school, your peers are incredibly immature, just incredibly, I mean, you're you yourself are immature, right? It's just, it's literally just you pack all the immature kids into one Mm -hmm. big building and just say, okay, now learn Mm -hmm. something while you're in this building. So you're already in that kind of environment. So people find things like that funny. And right? you
1: care a lot about what your friends and think you about. And you care
2: about what people think about you. You care about, you want to have friends. Your whole commodity to yourself is having friends, yeah. right? Your whole worth is based off of how many friends you have and who likes you and that people don't, you know, mm-hmm. give you crap every single day. So using all of that, all that stuff melding into my brain, I you somehow conveyed to myself that it was important to me that, People didn't think this way about my parents' uh, voice, and hopefully, my my mom can figure out a way to have an American accent today. Like, <laughs> did one day, <laughs> mom, today mom, listen, me. listen. Three of the most popular kids in school are coming over. <laughs> I need you to have an American accent, I need Dad. To, like, Italian, make you got it. For us and not for Honestly,
1: most I us.
0: think I think actually, um, my mom. My mom's a very like empathetic person. My mm-hmm. mom's a very like she's very. Um, observant and I think she maybe a little bit maybe observed incorrectly but I don't know how Prabhu and Priya like talked to her like my siblings but I feel like maybe she perceived that like with like the rise of like those types of characteristics on media that like that her kids could be feeling that way so when people did come over she would try to change her accent mm, for us no. and we would just I be like too, we would mom. just like wait I, like sometimes we would call her her like white people voice and no. then we would like call it that. And she she'd was, be like,
2: she's incredibly perceptive.
0: Yes, yeah, she's, she's so perceptive. And then, but now I'm looking back at it and I'm like, oh my God, what if she was literally doing that because she thought she had to for us? I love my mom's Indian accent. She's the cutest person in the world. And like when she says things in Indian accent, my heart melts. Like I love her voice. I yeah. love my mother's voice. But you know things, what I
2: mean? Yeah. I mean, like your perspectives just, just kind change, of change. Yeah. yeah. Like a couple years ago, I was in, I was working and I work, um, you know in in a like one of the one of the bigger buildings downtown right and at the bottom of the building is a Tim Hortons mm-hmm. so that Tim Hortons is run by uh, a lot of people who just aren't from this country they're uh, uh, people who are foreigners who just came to the country so that's that's great for them they're they're finding a way their way in this country and that's awesome I'm there I get my coffee I'm waiting on my coffee this one guy uh, is standing in front of the register and There's a coffee down there, and he grabs it, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, the person who put the coffee there tries to tell him, like, listen, this isn't your coffee. This is his coffee pointing at me, right? But he had a a thick accent, and this guy wasn't understanding him. Mm -hmm. And this guy heard this and was like, what are you trying to say to me, Mm -hmm. right? So he's already starting to be a little bit aggressive. Then this guy's saying, well, it's not your coffee. It's his coffee, but in a deep, deep accent. Mm -hmm. And uh, he responds with, He puts the coffee down, looks straight at him and yells in his face, just says, I don't understand what you're saying to me right now, yelling at him like he's deaf, like he's deaf. So again, now this is 30 year old me, well, 27 year old me seeing this versus if I was like, I don't know, your age or if I was maybe, maybe a little bit younger, I would have probably yelled at the guy, but, or who knows, if I was younger than that, I would have just said, yeah, buddy, work on your accent. But (laughs) at 27, I walked up to the guy and I said, listen. This coffee is for me. That's what he's saying. That coffee, and he puts it down, is for you. That's all he's saying to you. And he looked at me a little bit embarrassed and said, all right. Okay, and he grabbed it yeah. and he left. So those kinds of things even happen today. But your perspective on it changes, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to be yelling and screaming at him and trying to beat him up. It's like like the guy with the bindi, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same, same kind of thing. I'm not going to be like that. I'm also not going to react in the way that I would have reacted if I was 15 and said, you know, on the side to the guy, like, to to somehow be buddy-buddies with the guy who's a creep, say to him, yeah, man, I get it, Uh, his accent is brutal, man, I I, I don't know, we just have to deal with it. I won't do that either. So, your perspective on life changes, and it's a lot based off of the environment that you live in, who you keep around you, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: all that kind of stuff, you know?
1: It's really funny because... Um, like, when I was younger, like, yeah, like, I felt embarrassed, but as soon as, like, someone would think less of my parents, like, I remember, um, we were at, like, the, like, cash register or something, and, like, my dad was saying something, and my dad has an accent, obviously, and, like, my dad was saying something, and, like, the white lady that, like, was cashing him out was, like, I knew in her eyes like, she was so judgmental and she probably thought that like my dad was like uneducated or something and like I remember like I had like those Arthur fists <laughs> and I'm like standing next to him and like I didn't say anything and I wish oh you know like when you um, like after you have like an argument, but you didn't say anything. And you go back and you think of everything you yeah. could
2: have said. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was me. In and... the aftermath, you're like the greatest hero <laughs> yeah. like I broke out my fist. Punched him. Walked up to the manager. Punched him.
1: It was because in my head, like my poor dad was like struggling to like, it, it was her own fault or something. And yeah. like my dad was just trying to like fix something or like fix a receipt or whatever. Because yeah. you know you always keep the receipt. Obviously. Yeah. And in my head, I was like, do you know how educated my dad is? He has a PhD. Like you are the one who's at a cash register <laughs> like yeah. 50 years old like doing God knows what. But like I didn't say anything and I so wish I said any said something. But I feel like now I would say something. Yeah. At that time I was about maybe like 10 or 11. Like yeah. I just didn't as much as I was embarrassed, I was also fiercely protective of, like, yeah. my parents, but didn't know how to express it.
0: I mean, I clearly was. See, that just shows the differences between me and Bob and at the age of 11. Because at the age of 11, I took my green binder and I smacked a white boy over the head <laughs> when he made fun of my mom. Can I, can I ask you
2: a question? <laughs> yeah. in that In that scenario, right? hmm So we know what your perspective was with that yeah. scenario. How was your dad and your mom reacting in that scenario?
1: So my mom wasn't there. But okay, my so your But dad... dad I remember he sat me down and talked to me about this because when, obviously he couldn't do anything at yeah. the moment. Like it what, was a white was, lady. Yeah.
2: What was his, what was his way of He just
1: kept going. He was just like, please like fix this right, right. or whatever. And then I went back to the car and I was like, dad, like, why didn't you say like, why weren't you like more aggressive? Yeah, like yeah. you have a PhD. Like she clearly thought you were uneducated. And he was like, you know what? Like who would have believed us? Like if, I don't know if things got more heated and stuff. Like, they would obviously believe, like, the white lady. That was my first, like, thing, like, my first exposure to, like, racism, I guess, yeah. like, at that time. That's really, that like, age. a powerful
0: thing, actually. Like, who
1: would believe us if it got more. Honestly. And I was like, why didn't you say, like, I was like, you should have pulled out your resume and, like, shown, like, your degree and everything. And it was just, like,. In his eyes know. in his
2: eyes, all of that wasn't worth it, right? In his eyes, right?
1: like yeah, like kinda like your experience with the football yeah, player. It all, it all
2: happens with age. I mean, like at that yeah. time you're eleven years old, you just want to do something to defend yeah. your dad, right? But his perspective was completely different. Mm-hmm.
1: Um And he's Pucha. a very high believer of that. Do you down remember violence? when we
2: were in uh when we were picking you up in college and we went to Walmart? Do you remember this? <laughs> So when we yeah when what we happened? went to uh we went to on on a regular basis, our family just goes to uh, where where Puja goes to college, yep. which is in, only in New York, which is significantly <laughs> further away, and we go there. We just like get dinner, bring it to her, we eat it for all of like an hour, and then we leave. <laughs> make a whole day out of it for one hour. <laughs> so, uh, this trip we had an exciting thing where we were going there, gonna eat, and then we're gonna go to Walmart. Walmart. So we go to Walmart and That's the this only is... thing
0: in only New York know, yeah. and
2: we went to Walmart because uh, my wife and I had just gotten married. So we were going to print out some pictures at Walmart. So we went there, we walked in and in, in front of us was this uh, uh, happens to be white lady at the cash register. And she's watching us. We sit down in front of her where, we're, where they had all the stations with the computers mm. and where you can print out your pictures. And we're looking at all these different pictures awesome pictures of our wedding. We're happy, all that good stuff, right? And we're going through it. We're printing it out. We're talking about it. Yeah. Look at what the photographer did for this one. Boom, 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 boom. So we walk up to her and the, hand the things to her and say, listen, can you print out these, uh, photos for us and get it all together for us? She's like, well, do you have the waiver? We're like, what, what? are you talking about Me? a waiver? And they're like, well, if you're going to print out a professional's pictures, then you need to have a waiver signed by that professional that says that you can print those out. So, like, we're already like, what is going on right here? And there are
0: wedding photos. Right. Yeah, what the
2: heck? Right, we're really frustrated, really annoyed. My my wife can sometimes get a bit of a temper. Sometimes. Times. Yeah, so <laughs> she was already in a big mood. She was not very happy.
0: <laughs> big mood. <laughs>
2: um, so she's upset. Uh, things are very tense. And I remember... You know, I was trying to keep my wife calm. Pooja was ready to explode. She turned She turned around and just walked away. So that she just wasn't in the Good mood job. I mean, I wasn't
0: in the mood. Like, I was just, like, not in the she mood. She
2: was also not in the mood. <laughs> I, I
0: wasn't going to, like, outwardly show I wasn't in the mood. I, like, I was going to yeah. explode. <laughs> yeah,
2: and then um, their mom was standing there, and she's the one who has to deal with this mm-hmm. lady. And she's like, okay, fine. All these pictures are clearly, like, photographer-done pictures, mm-hmm. right? She's like, okay, fine. This top picture was done by the photographer. All the rest of these are not done by the photographer. There's no way that this cashier could prove that yeah. these are all, like, professionally done pictures, right? They look nice. They look like they could be, but who knows? I so, love that. So My, mom's like, My mom's so amazing. My So she's like, so print all these other ones out for us. <laughs> so so she slyly, perceptively said, well, I'm just going to do this and I'm going to have her do the work for me right now. <laughs> and she printed it all out and then we moved on, right? Uh-huh. And... You know, there was some a couple of perspectives that were thrown out there. One was, you know, what this there might be some racism involved in this mm-hmm. scenario. The thing when it comes to these kinds of scenarios, you don't know if it's racism or if it could be potentially something else. Yeah. Right. So it's not like I can clearly say like you racist, were racist right?
0: Yeah.
2: But you just don't know, yeah. right? So but it's that- like
0: the way she was saying it. Yeah. there it were, was there like would... they'll
1: never explicitly like, there, like the way yeah. she was saying
0: is like, how could you guys possibly? Have such like good pictures. good pictures. Yeah, you need to if like if these are really your pictures, you would have the waiver. And it's just like, okay, let's ask these couple behind us to have like the same pictures. If you're gonna ask them for a waiver once we turn around and leave,
2: right? Like, also like the the other perspective that was brought up was that may uh, who knows maybe in maybe in her eyes she's seeing these happy happy people in her own personal life things are not so happy, right? Or and, maybe
1: there is an actual waiver. Right. no he well knows. actually we contacted, we contacted the photographer there, there, is, a, there, is, oh,
2: a oh, there is a waiver there's a waiver but, but he, he said like nobody like, uh, asks for this thing like, nobody asks that. for the waiver he never had to send the waiver out before so this was the first time we had to hmm. draft up this a is waiver the first
0: time anybody out. brought up the waiver to right
2: <laughs> and then after the fact when we asked for when we brought the waiver people were like i don't i don't need this, this.
0: <laughs> like up. literally they would bring up the waiver and they'd be like what is this like what is this
2: right i love it so like you know, I don't want to, I never want to rush to say that this is racism because in my eyes, yeah, racism, is, racism is, racism is a hard accusation. That is a hard accusation. It's also an accusation that you cannot live off of. It has to be yeah, blunt. Absolutely. Like that guy turning to me and saying, like yeah, okay, directly yeah. saying that is, that is racist, right? Yeah. But. You know, maybe there's other things that are happening in this person's life. Maybe not, but at the end of the day, the person was definitely not being a nice person. Mm-hmm. So that right there is a barometer that says you know something's up. But you know, those are the scenarios that you just kind of deal with. But look at how people who are more experienced in life deal with those kinds of scenarios, right? Like your dad, yeah, how your dad, doing. your dad kept it calm, yeah. right? Your dad, and then after the fact, sat down with you and explained to you the whole situation, right? Mm-hmm. He never yelled, he never screamed, he never got handcuffed and put into jail. Nothing like that happened. Mm-hmm. Pooja's mom in that scenario not only did cleverly she handle it, she did. cleverly got some pictures <laughs> out of it too right
0: she was like yeah this one's professionally done but all of these else ones were taken at the engagement party with with my from my husband's camera she was like really your husband took these pictures she yeah. was like yeah my husband is a has photography as a hobby and he took all these pictures so we didn't have to hire a photographer my husband took them. Now print them.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, so like she handled it that way. There wasn't any yelling and screaming. The person had to print it out and then we had to move on, right? Mm-hmm. When you turn it into a big showcase of a thing, you don't know what the outcome is going to be, right? Yeah. I care about what, what the outcome is going to be. So it's just when you get more experienced in life, you kind of handle it in a different kind of a way. Mm-hmm. So. I
1: have, a, I have just a small funny story, but. Do you remember that guy in high school? I forgot his name. He was a drummer. And, like, he was really tall and scrawny. No, he had, like, long hair. hair. No, it was black or brown. I literally forgot his name, but everyone was like, oh my god, this guy is, like, so annoying. Indian? No, no, he was white.
0: (gasps) Yes. And, like, long hair.
1: No, no, not long hair. He had, like, swooshy hair. No, he was that one girl, that popular girl's brother. Connor! No, 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 no. I,
2: I gotta say, a great thing in a podcast would be like, yeah, that one girl. <laughs>
1: oh, that one girl? Yeah, I yeah know, that no. one. I, I made a mistake. He's not that person. Was his name Liam? Oh, yeah. He was, so he was in my music theory class, okay? And my music theory class is very chill and, like, are, I mean, some of the, like, it was mixed. Ethnicities. He was white. Uh, I wasn't. My teacher was white. Whatever. You
0: weren't. Yeah. This is just a public service announcement that Babina was and will is was never white. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, and we were talking like we had we were just taking a break and we were talking about like citizenship or something like it was a whole like Canada or something whatever and I was like. Yeah, like uh, yeah, like I'm a citizen and he was like you're a citizen of the United States and I was like yes, I'm a citizen of the United States. He's like no, you're not. And I was like what do you mean I'm not a citizen of the United States? <laughs> just like just po- explain. Like he literally told me what like, you
2: know about my citizenship. No, I was
1: like I was born on US soil. I was born in the hospital right over there. I am a US citizen. He was like but you're not really a like he was like yeah, you were born here but you're not really a US citizen. And I was like I was like, I literally. I would bring a social class- studies
0: teacher in and I would bring Dr. Edmond in and be like, Dr. Edmond, you listen to what he's saying and then you explain it to me. <laughs> no, listen,
1: I was I literally, the whole class was just like looking at me. My teacher was ready to go off on him. Like everybody was ready to go off. And I was like, just wait. I was like, can you repeat that? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to record it real quick. <laughs> I was literally like, what do you think it means to be a citizen? And he just like came up with this random spew of like shit and I was like I was like, I was born here, man. Like there's nothing you can do. I love the way
0: you said that. That was an Indian accent. I was born here, man.
1: (laughs) And like everybody shat on him after and I was just like you know what? Like, I don't even need you guys to defend me. Like, in my heart, I know I'm a
0: citizen. It's not even that. Like, in my heart, I know this guy's stupid. Like, yeah, this
1: guy clearly is gonna, like,
2: me. He's gonna go up to some
0: can- Canadian person and be like, who's like Canadian, like Timmy with Canadian heritage. Like, yeah, you were born on US soil, but you're from Canada, so you're not a US citizen. See,
2: the only thing that I don't like, and it's reflective of the current culture and how things go, I've had conversations with Pooja about this, mm-hmm. is that. You told him and that's good. You told Mm -hmm. him and you told him the the way things actually are in this country and that's good, right? And hopefully he learned something. Hopefully. But here's the problem, right? You know what impedes somebody from learning something? If everybody in the room then just constantly gave him crap, right? And just, okay, now we're just going to assault this person. (laughs) <laughs> right, with s- telling him how he was trash, and he was trash. Mm-hmm. That was a-, a trash thing to say. And now let's like it's it's like mob mentality. Everybody attack him. Is that person actually going to learn anything, or is that person going to be more dug in on his own perspective of things? Because, more dug or in. or it's going to get even worse and worse and worse for that person, right? It's reflective of today's culture, right? The mm-hmm. way things go now is that somebody might say something inappropriate, or somebody might do something inappropriate, and that's just it. It was inappropriate, and they shouldn't have done it, right? but the way that uh, these things kind of go is that then everybody just has a mob mentality and attacks that one person, right? A perfect example, I don't know if you guys watch uh, Last Week Tonight. It's I a have show. a shirt
0: from it, yeah. but it's I don't watch it. it. <laughs> I like went to the yeah. HBO store in New York, and I was like, Dad, like I want a shirt from the show. And he's like, do you watch the show? And I was what like, no. What is it no. called, Last, Last week, week Tonight? Tonight. So oh, he only does see, it on see, Sundays, okay, so okay, he so now, recasts John the entire John Oliver's? Week. Yes.
2: Yeah, so John, it's John Oliver's, show he was on the daily show then he started one on hbo Mm -hmm. um so he had a thing on i forget the term but it was just on this same kind of issue right where it's the mob mentality people attack a person right and the example that he brought up uh and it's from the 90s is monica Lewinsky. okay right so monica Lewinsky did something that she shouldn't have done she had relations with a married man and that married man happened to be the president right Mm -hmm. don't do it already an awful thing to do right she got lambasted in the media. Everybody attacked her. She turned into a walking pun. And it turns out that just, I mean, you would, as you would think, it completely ruined her life. She she couldn't find a job. She couldn't do anything else. Her family was getting berated nonstop. There was always media at their door. She was, in in the world's eyes, she was like, ai don't like to say the word, but it starts with an S and it's a four letter word, mm-hmm. S-L-U-T. Why'd you spell it? I don't know. I didn't say it. So the that's the whole thing, right? Everybody attacked her that way. And it completely shattered and ruined her life. And then she had to find her way out of it, right? And he actually interviewed her. And now she's like a uh, big thing on uh, on uh, going against bullying and mm. this kind of attack mentality that there, there is in the world. But things are even worse now because of the way that social media is and everybody having a voice and the loudest voice being people who are not very nice people, mm-hmm. right? People now are just looking for somebody to yell at, looking for somebody to scream at. And whenever somebody does something wrong, I always think to myself, well, how are people reacting to this? One is, it's it's good to educate somebody, but it's not good to educate and then demonize that person. Mm -hmm. Because that person is only going to fall further into that kind of a trap, right? I'm sure mental health is a huge issue in this country, right? I'm sure that there's people who have committed serious crimes now. And it's because of experiences in their life where they were isolated, they were pushed away, Right. For a good reason or a bad reason, whatever it might be, but they're pushed away and all of a sudden they, for, they force themselves into a deep dark hole where they do something that's much, much worse. And it all could have been stopped if people didn't treat a situation in a certain kind of a way. Thank you
0: so much for listening to our April episode. We hope you enjoyed. Please leave any sort of comments or feedback um, about how you feel about our podcast, either on Apple Podcasts, if this is where you're listening to it right now, or um, give us a text or an email or talk about us on Instagram. We'd really appreciate it. Um, And as always, stay tuned for the blooper after the outro music. Thanks for listening. intimidated if a girl is smarter than you priya's smarter than him so that's yeah. a no <laughs> <laughs> that's a
2: yes. she's very intimidated
0: except priya's not smarter than him because priya thought that thomas jefferson invented the light <laughs> bulb <wipe off. laughs> <laughs> and then she said thomas jefferson benjamin franklin alexander bell thomas jefferson puja i'm sure it's thomas jefferson thomas jefferson if it rhymes girl, with thomas if jefferson if a girl
1: triple texts you is that a turn off i mean he's what married does